0: Happy Monday everybody, my name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to episode 231 of the Xbox and 10 podcast, the weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all are in an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please subscribe to your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations, and social media profiles which you can follow at Xbox and 10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big game out last week was Alan Wake 2, and the games coming out this week include Headbangers, Rhythm Royale, Jessant, Little Goody Two Shoes, Alien Hominid HD, Alien Hominid Invasion, Fusion Paradox, Alpha Particle, Roller Coaster Tycoon Adventures Deluxe, True Virus, Wizardry School Escape Room, Achilles Legends Untold, Finnis, My Time at Sandrock, Kings of Sherwood, Played Up, Robocop Rogue City, The Talos Principle 2, The Smurfs 2, The Prisoner of the Green Stone, Thirsty Suitors, Call of Toys Defense, DreamWorks All-Star Kart Racing, Ebenezer and the Invisible World, EA Sports, WRC, Jumanji, Wild Adventures, and Tad the Lost Explorer. Now to last week's biggest news stories, and we have five to cover this week. Number one, everything announced at the Xbox Partner Preview Showcase. Sean Carrier at True Achievements writes, if you didn't catch Microsoft's first ever Xbox Partner Preview Showcase, fret not. We've rounded up all the news and announcements from the event into one handy place. From our first in-engine look at Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater to a deep dive into Like a Dragon Infinite Wealths, Animal Crossing-style life sim mode, here's everything revealed during the Xbox Partner Preview Showcase. Ryu Ga opened the show with a new trailer for Like a Dragon Infinite Wealths, Dondoko Island, a game mode that looks incredibly similar to Animal Crossing. Powerwatch Simulator developer Futrolab announced Ikoro will not die for Xbox Series X and S. says this action-adventure roguelite is a spiritual successor to the studio's Velocity series. The Chinese Room dropped a new gameplay trailer for the narrative-driven first-person horror game Still Wakes the Deep, which is coming to Xbox Series X and S and Game Pass in 2024. Launching next week on Xbox Series X and S, developer Tayan gave us another look at some action-packed Robocop Rogue City gameplay. Next up, developer Micro Bird revealed more about the social gameplay aspects of Dungeons of Hinterberg, showing a day in the life of protagonist Lisa. Dungeons of Hinterberg launches for Series X and S and Game Pass in 2024. Surprise sequel Spirit of the North 2 was then announced, giving us a first look at the stunning adventure game. Release date wasn't announced, but you can expect Spirit of the North 2 to arrive on Xbox Series X and S soon. A big surprise came next with Konami showing off for the first time some in-engine footage of its upcoming Metal Gear Solid 3 remake, Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater. Hooded Horse and Slavic Magic announced that the highly anticipated medieval city builder, Manor Lords, will join PC Game Pass in April of next year, and Game Pass at a later date. The Finals is a destruction-filled free-to-play shooter developed by former Battlefield veterans at Embark Studio. During the partner preview, Embark announced a cross-platform open beta for the Finals that kicks off on October 26th. Developer studio Wildcard gave us the first proper look of its Ark Survival Evolved remake, Ark Survival Ascended, which has been delayed on Series X and S to November. Finally, Xbox and Remedy Entertainment closed out the showcase with an intense and creepy launch trailer for Alan Wake 2. I thought this showcase was totally fine. Did not overstay its welcome, trailer by trailer. A bit of a big surprise with the Metal Gear Solid 3 remake being shown a little bit more. I would love to have these every so often. Let's ramp these up, let's set expectations. We have our big showcases during E3 season with the Xbox showcase. We usually get something from the Game Awards. At least we used to, last year was not great. And then if we do another Developer Direct, maybe at the start of the year, to showcase some of the first-party studios, it'd be a great cadence. Let's keep it up. Nice work. Number two, there's a new president of Xbox. Eddie Makich at GameSpot writes, Microsoft is reorganizing its Xbox division, with Sarah Bond getting promoted to President of Xbox. In that role, Bond will oversee the entire Xbox platform according to a memo obtained by The Verge. Bond has been with Microsoft since 2017 was most recently corporate vice president at Xbox. Responding to the news on social media, Bond wrote, quote, Xbox, it's an honor, always, end quote. She received an outpouring support and congratulations for the promotion. In her new role as president of Xbox, Bond will oversee a variety of Xbox teams spanning devices, player and creator experience, platform engineering, strategy, business planning, data and analytics, and business development. Additionally, Microsoft Game Studios Matt Booty has been promoted to president of game content and studios. In that role, he will oversee ZeniMax and Bethesda. Spencer said in a memo to staff about the changes that ZeniMax will continue its role as quote limited integration entity end quote that is led by Jamie Letter of Zenimax. Letter will now report to Booty. Lastly, Xbox marketing boss Chris Capicella, who has worked at Microsoft since 1991, is also leaving the company. Big changes in big ways. It's really good to see Sarah Bond get promoted into this position as she has been someone that the community has rallied around for the past couple years. Now, let's see what it means for us the gamers over time. Number 3, Microsoft's Q124 earnings break Xbox records, reveal growth. Grant Taylor Hill at Insider Gaming writes, In a recent financial update published by Microsoft, positivity was revealed to be a relatively consistent trend across the board, except for a few outlying areas. In the Fiscal Year 24 Q1 financial update, it was revealed that revenue was up quarter over quarter, sitting at around $56.5 billion. That growth was mirrored in many important areas for the corporation. For instance, Xbox content and services revenue was also increased by 13%, despite Microsoft witnessing a drop in hardware revenue by about 7%. The financial report comes following the Activision acquisition, but it's thought that this transaction hasn't had an impact on this round of updates, but Starfield has. The most important game in Xbox history For many, Starfield was and continues to be a game changer for Xbox. It has recorded around 11 million players since it went live at the start of September, and it continues to dominate social circles and news feeds the world over. If Microsoft is having issues with Xbox hardware sales, it's more than making up for it with the growth in software revenue and the skyrocketing number of Xbox Game Pass subscriptions. Going forward, we can expect something of a slowdown in hardware sales as consumers prepare for the next wave of Xbox consoles, the mid-generation refresh that was leaked just a few weeks ago. It was revealed that there are new Xbox Series X and S consoles on the horizon that will surely compete with the newly revealed PlayStation 5 Slim unit. For Microsoft, the growth detailed in their recent financial update is nothing but a good thing, and the positivity offsets some of the dips in the log. Net income up 26%, cloud services up 22%, server products up 21%, Microsoft 365 consumer subscribers up to 76.7 million users, length revenue increased 8%, $9.1 billion returned to shareholders. So big money from Microsoft and a strong start to 2024. The fiscal year 24 Q1 revenue split revealed that Xbox gaming earned more in the first quarter of this financial year than any year on record. Let's see if that growth continues as the Activision acquisition starts to pay off. Nothing but seemingly positive news. Let's see how this continues to net out for the year to come. Everyone likes to talk about how good Sony and PlayStation are doing, and they are doing excellent. But, Xbox is still doing good too. Number 4. Fortnite's next big OG update will see the Battle Royale return to its Chapter 1 roots. Anthony Wood at IGN writes, Epic Games has revealed that Fortnite's next major update will see the perennial popular Battle Royale return to its Chapter 1 roots, while retaining its popular sprinting and mantling gameplay mechanics. Earlier today, Epic posted an image of the classic Fortnite Battle Bust X alongside the words... Sprint or mantle, your choice. Back to Chapter 1. See you soon. 11/2/2023. Alongside the hashtag Fortnite OG. The post echoes a similar teaser from Epic Vice President and co-founder Mark Rain, who yesterday revealed that the word theme for the next season of Fortnite was set to be rewind. Epic's post seemingly confirmed rumors from recent weeks pointing towards a return to the Chapter 1 Fortnite map of old. Influencers have recently revealed that they have been sent care packages from Epic that also reported by GameSpot. Featured pins representing seasons from the first chapter of the Battle Royale. Also included in each pack was a vinyl that seemingly sported an etching of the Chapter 1 Season 5 map on the back. This is dope and I'm definitely going to be checking this out. In the last month or so my buddy and I have jumped back into Fortnite, have been racking up dubs left and right, we must be playing with mobile players, but it's been a great time playing with Zero Build. I ain't got time for all these people creating houses and mansions and mountains within seconds of me taking one shot at them. Good for you Fortnite. And number 5, Capcom reveals it's working on a next-gen RE Engine, codenamed REX. Cat Bailey at IGN writes, Capcom is working on a next-generation version of RE Engine, the powerful but flexible technology-powering games ranging from Monster Hunter Rise to Resident Evil 4 Remake. The new engine was revealed in a presentation intended for developers that was published on Capcom's R&D channel. Which was first uncovered by Okami Games. In a section titled RE Engine's Future, the presentation delved into some of the challenges facing the tech, including the need for a high degree of customization per game. Capcom's solution is to develop a new standard of engine that it's calling REX. According to the presentation, the new technology will be introduced into the existing engine and phases. Dragon's Dogma 2 is the next game to feature RE Engine technology, with a new Monster Hunter game also rumored to be on the horizon in 2024 development on RE Engine began back in 2014 and eventually debuted in 2017's Resident Evil 7. The creation of RE Engine was an unusual move given that more and more developers are relying on established solutions like Unreal Engine. But the decision seems to be paying off handsomely, Capcom's releases are consistently rated among the most technically impressive games on any platform. That's why I wanted to highlight this news story, RE Engine is awesome. And somehow, which I did not know for a while, does not mean Resident Evil Engine. It means Reach for the Moon Engine. Sure, that makes no sense, but God, is it gorgeous. Resident Evil 2 Remake, Resident Evil 7, Resident Evil 4, just each beautiful in its own way. I can't wait to see what the next evolution of that is going to look like and feel like. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox. And since we just talked about a game engine, let's talk about the Slipspace Engine. So The Slipspace Engine is a game engine developed by 343 Industries. The engine itself was created for Halo Infinite, allowing developers to have more creative and technical liberties when creating game environments and mechanics. The Slipspace Engine also enables Halo Infinite to evolve as a platform with new content, mechanics, and stories being added regularly. Around the release of Halo 5 Guardians, the engine was secretly worked on and took several years to develop. The Slipspace Engine demo, unveiled at E3 2018, was a culmination of years of work and was created to showcase the level of graphical fidelity the engine could achieve, while the engine itself is largely new remnants of the old blam engine remain. Getting to the nerdy and nitty gritty side of the video game industry, such as knowing the engines, has been an interesting development for me over the last couple years. Certainly, slip space is very controversial, considering the story and issue-ridden development process that Halo Infinite went through, and that the next Halo game might be on Unreal Engine 5. We shall see. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox and 10 podcast through really with your source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. And if you like the show, please subscribe to your favorite Xbox service, share it with your friends, leave a review, and follow on all social media at Xbox and 10. This past week, any minute I've had to game, I have been playing Spider-Man 2. So in the lead up to Spider-Man 2, I replayed Spider-Man Remastered, Spider-Man Remastered DLC, and Spider-Man Miles Morales. Having played about 15 hours of Spider-Man 2, it feels like this game is going to sit in my top 10 of all time. I just can't stop playing it. It's just so much fun, and video games need to be more fun like this. It really is something special. Shout out to you, Insomniac. My name is Brian Rosa. You can follow me on Xbox at 93 Hope you have a great week. Stay safe, and keep on gaming.